In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay. And I'm Chris. And you're not very fat Carrie Bradshaw today. And today, <laughs> sometimes I'm fat. I like literally forget to change it sometimes. Um, so we are back with um, another Bachelor Podcast quarantine, but it is definitely... Um, not going to be a traditional episode that we usually do. Um, we're going to be talking about the recent events that have been happening this past weekend, um, all of the protest, uh, Black Lives Matter. So I'm just giving you guys a heads up now in case um, you don't want to hear about that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's been, I think, a crazy few days or um, like weekend it's already Wednesday but it feels like it's been Monday for the past three days but yeah obviously a lot's been happening and Kay how are you feeling as I know I feel exhausted and I'm not black so how are you feeling um it's honestly I'm very overwhelmed by everything that's been going on because um I, um, I don't know. I think uh, so many things have happened in this past year. You know, uh, you guys all know that, you know, went through like a breakup and then we have this whole pandemic going on. And then on top of that, uh, you know, this past weekend we've had, you know, the protests and all of all of the Black Lives Matter stuff happening. And so to be honest, I am very overwhelmed with everything that has been happening. And I, it's, it's hard to really wrap my head around it because um, it really, it really sits hard with me because, you know, two weeks ago we had uh, this Hannah Brown situation, which we'll talk about later. Um, And that just like, to me, it fueled everything because I was getting a lot of messages from, you know, our listeners, you know, calling me the N-word and, and being racist towards me and sending all this hate in our reviews and this and that. So it's been a lot, to, to be honest. And then um, watching everything transpire this weekend and, um, you know, a lot of our friends have been like posting this stuff, like trying to get the message out there. But then you had people that were still going about their everyday life as if nothing was happening and posting their lifestyle pictures. And, um, you know, maybe they did post one black lives matter photo. And then the next one's like, anyways, here's my outfit link in bio. Yeah. I think it especially (laughs) stings when it's people that like you think of either as friends or like people you really liked in the world and bachelor nation that you like see their silence in a time. And it's like, you know, that you can't be ignoring what's going on. No. So it's Um, like, do you care what's going on? I think is the, 
the thing that really makes us or people in general question the intent behind posting a black square when mm-hmm. the day when they before you were anything. exactly um that's that was that's my big takeaway from all this is the is a lot of the tardiness um about the posts i mean i'm trying to not be i'm trying to be patient and not have be angry with people, you know, who just decided to post yesterday for the first time or say anything for the first time yesterday, because I mean, I guess better late than never, because I know there's going to be, unfortunately, this learning curve, because a lot of people are starting sort of from square one and seeing all this and being like, oh, wait, I've said stuff like this, or oh, wait, maybe I think like this. So I'm trying to be patient and not get angry because we were talking about on Monday how, you know, ABC and like Chris Harrison and the people, you know, the people who were, we look up to every day and see every day, these big names and that have this big platform hadn't said anything at all. And it's, it was frustrating. And I think there's a, uh, interview online with Bob the drag queen who's like an amazing drag queen and peppermint and he's basically talking about how like all of these influencers and he's talking specifically about like the drag race girls that hadn't posted mm-hmm. anything but it still stands I think where he's talking about how like you don't need to do a photo shoot with you know like you falling and black flowers around you like it doesn't have to be poetry just say right. black lives matter and that'll like resonate with a lot of people and show that like you are thinking about it from a human perspective like you're a human being you don't need to have like a perfect post to say something and I I think a lot of these like bachelor influencers like are still thinking about their algorithm when it comes to this and it's like that's not like I saw somebody post about that and they were like saying something about this situation is not going to ruin your aesthetic Like, just because you have, you know, nobody is going to look at that and be like, oh, you know, this looks bad on their grid with all of their pictures. It doesn't match the colors. It doesn't, like, nobody is going to shame you for that. It's more of the not saying anything that, I mean, it's really hurtful. And if you're scared of losing followers because you're saying Black Lives Matter, you need to really take a step back and think about whether those are followers that you want to have or not. I mean, like, we've lost followers on the Bachelor account for, I mean, multiple yeah. reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but that's. But what for it sure, is. and I know, like on both of our personal accounts, we've lost followers or have gotten DMs, or I've gotten like DMs from people telling me to like stop being political and stay in my lane and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, you don't number one know what my lane is, and number two, like it's everyone's lane like black people are being murdered for doing things that I can go out and do like without even thinking like Mm -hmm. a second thought about and if that's not upsetting you like I don't know I think what does upset you like truly I'm like (laughs) if you it's just like I don't I don't understand it but in a way I'm like I'm not from a place that has a lot of black people so I think there I I know people I've grown up with that just like truly didn't know any black people and are like well I'm not racist so it doesn't exist in the world and I'm like it 100% exists in the world so I I think it's just like 
So if you want to unfollow based on that, then like catch you on the other side. I don't care. Right. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Okay, so um, I saw this post on E! and it's Nina Parker and it's like Morgan Stewart and she was talking about, you know, standing up against racism and speaking up and something that she said was um, really, really resonated with me and she says, um, "All the people that hate me are loud as fuck, you know? Yeah. And it's so when you see your friends, the people that quote unquote love you and that care for you, and that and they're silent. It's like, why this yeah. doesn't make sense. It, it yeah, doesn't I make mean, sense truly, at all. And the, the angry voices for some reason, I think are always the loudest when it comes to anything. So like specifically in this situation, I mean, I know like if I get a post with a hundred amazing comments and then like three really mean comments, my attention immediately is just like at the negative comments. So exactly. I think, like in a case like this when it's like black lives matter and like if you aren't agreeing with that then like you are just objectively like a monster <laughs> like I, I think I mean that's it <laughs> it does and it comes from a place maybe of confusion I know there's been like bravo celebrities that went from saying like Ramona Singer saying all lives matter on her um literally on her Instagram and then the next post is like Black Lives Matter blah 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 and it's like because everyone came for you now you're posting that Black Lives Matter but literally in a post two two hours ago you were making a case for all lives matter and for those that are like well all lives do matter that that's not what all lives matter means like all lives matter implies that there is not black people being killed when white people are not so you're just not seeing it and um that's that's the problem i I shared this video on my instagram account um a few days ago and uh it was jane elliott and she is a very big uh anti-racism activist and one of the things and what she said in her video was uh she asked people to stand up. It was a room full of white people. And she asked, she was like, everybody stand up. If you want to be treated like Mm. black people do. And then she said it again. And she was like, 
okay, so none of you are standing up. Um, so that means that you know what's going on. You're not doing anything about it. So why are you willing to let it happen to other people if you don't want it to happen to yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's like the oh, biggest, yeah, that's the that biggest too. thing. It's like, if you don't want to be treated like that, which I know you do not, yeah. then why are you allow, why are you willing and allowing it to happen to other people? So speaking off of the whole, um, the hate is loud, is so loud. Like the people that hate me are very loud. Why aren't the people who love me being just as loud? Like the people that hate me are that angry. I want the people that love me and that are my friends and that, you know, quote unquote, support me. You get that angry. I want you to be angry that we are being treated like this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so true when you think, like I talked to my friend who's black and she was just saying like friends that I've been in contact with for like my whole life. I like haven't heard from since this happened. And she's like, and I don't know if it's, they don't know how to talk to me or it's just like uncomfortable, but like get over your uncomfort and like say something. We have to have these uncomfortable conversations. Otherwise we're not going to get through this. Like I would much rather have somebody reach out and be like, Hey, I want, I know we haven't talked in a few years or like, I know we haven't talked in a few months or something, but I want to see how you're doing. Even it's just like how you're doing. Like, I'm not asking you to apologize. I'm not asking you to, you know, say I did this and this and this wrong. Or like, these are the things that I'm fucking up with. I just want to know that like you see me, we see each other, um, you know, know that you're here for me and that you're seeing everything that's going down. And there's all of this. Um, it's, it's a term that's going on white fatigue about them being tired of seeing all of this. You know, it's been like five days, you know, a week that they've been seeing all of this, like black lives matter and this and that. And they're like, okay, like, is it, are we done yet? And it's like, but that's black people's lives forever. And I think that is such a like miscommunication like if you're tired like imagine it being your entire life and you're not seeing it on tv you're seeing it like all the time happening to you I mean I know that I've been there's things that I don't even think about like once I was working at um at the restaurant like years ago and I was with two of my coworkers, both of them were black and we were like smoking outside and a cop walked by and they were like throw it to the ground, throw it to the ground. Like we're outnumbered. And I'm like, that never like dawned on me. Like there was two black people and me and they're like, Mm -hmm. they're like, there's two of us. Like we need the balance to be different for the cops not to come over here. And I'm like, that's just not something I would have ever even like thought of back then. No, nobody, you don't think about that. And then I personally was struggling with you know, saying what I have had to say for a a second. I mean, I posted about it, but like really telling people how I was feeling because I am a biracial girl. My dad is black. My mom is white. And, um, there are things that I have dealt with that a lot of people haven't. And one of them is being, having this, like, I talked about this on my Instagram story, but not really feeling like you had um, a place anywhere. Like Mm. I was in school and yes, I looked, um, 
I looked black, but still kind of could pass as white, which the word passing, if you're using this term, this is a term that somebody said to me in a DM yesterday and said, who was also mixed and said, um, you don't know what it's like because you're passing, passing. It, we shouldn't be using that. You were the yeah. problem. That is not, that is not a thing. We should not be putting that on other people. Also like if you're in the same position as me, how are you saying that? And like, she's, it feels like she's brainwashed by all of this stuff, which I honestly have to, I'm trying to be patient with that because I so badly wanted to fit in with whether it was the black people, but I was never black enough or the white people, but like, I still couldn't, like, I didn't have, um, you know, their skin color, their hair. I don't have like mm. white girl hair. And so I remember when I was 12 years old, this was the picture that I posted in my story. I got my hair relaxed for the first time because I was like begging my mom. I was like, mom, I want straight hair. I want straight hair. I want it to like I wanted to be able to like wear in a ponytail and flow and this yeah. and that. And I finally got that done. And here I am today, still 30, like 31 years old, still getting my hair relaxed because I want, because I want my hair to be like that. Cause I wanted to fit in this sort of like realm of this the standard is, of beauty. Yeah. Right. And then like, I would go out to eat with my parents. My dad's black, my mom's white. And my sister looks Caucasian. My sister has, fully white skin, green eyes, but we have the same parents. Our waiters and waitresses would be like, um, do you guys want separate checks? As if we're not a part of the same family. Yeah. like Stuff like the... that. And it's just very, it's a very different world. And um... yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I was watching a lot of um, The Real Housewives of Potomac, and that's, like, a big storyline in the first season because um, there's, like, two biracial girls, and then there's two black girls who are, like, light-skinned, and they have a lot of conversations about it, and the one is, like, very much... They get in an argument, and one of the girls is, like, white people don't like you to her. She's biracial. And she's, like, you don't understand what it's like to, like white you're telling me white people don't like me half my family is white and then the other girls like telling her black people don't like her she's like you i am both races so like <laughs> when you say shit like that it's like the fuck do you want me to do about this like i am biracial and it's i just like really felt for her in that moment because it was like i could totally see where she was coming from in that she was like i don't feel accepted by anybody because mm -hmm. And she talks about the same thing, like her hair and things like that. Like people so don't think about things like that. One of my best friends um, is black and she has like a six-year-old niece. And one day we were working together and she was like so upset because her niece came home from school and was like crying because she wanted straight hair. And like, it's, she's like, you don't understand. And she like is so, I mean, amazing and powerful. She's like 
but I grew up feeling the same way. Like it wasn't until like after high school that I was like, no, fuck this. Like I'm going to fully embrace what I was given. Mm -hmm. But uh, growing up like that, I mean, I can't imagine feeling like not even like I grew up feeling, you know, like I didn't fit in, but I can't imagine feeling like I didn't fit in to that extreme, you know? Right. Well, let's, let's talk about that because, um, right now, obviously we have, um, all of this happening, but it's, it's coinciding with, um, pride month and, uh, everything that's happening there. So we've been seeing, you know, you and I have seen a lot of posts that posts that are, um, like, uh, I wanted to use, you know what you start, this This is better. Like, so yes, it's pride month. I think a lot of people, a lot of gay people I've been seeing, and there's been like compilations. Actually, my friend sent me um, a Twitter thread, and it was like racist gay porn stars <laughs> that oh were being called out. Um, and there was one, and he's like, "Oh my god, I see this guy all the time on my train. Like he lives in my neighborhood. I see him on the dating apps." And it's this long video about how he and he's like a skinny white twink, you know, and he's like going on about how whole he's not marching for Black Lives Matter because um, like where are the Black people for him when it's for LGBT stuff and how he like uh, has been called a faggot on the train before and like got yelled at driving and he like literally lists like three examples of times and I'm like yeah of course like I've had those examples too but I also can walk outside and not be afraid if a cop is pulling up next to me like right like like, yeah gay people have their own struggle but it is not the same struggle and I think that that needs to resonate in the gay community like I have I can go grocery shopping and people aren't like like I'm not making out with a man in the grocery store you know what I mean like I'm not immediately judged just based on the sole fact of the color of my skin And that is not something I'll ever understand. So I don't, I think that a lot of these gay and, you know, gay white people need to take it down a notch and realize that like you have it easier than black people when it comes to things like this, like, or these posts that I'm like, why do we need to see a picture of you in a speedo as (laughs) a black lives matter post? Like that we don't need that. And I'm like, this is nothing to do with, it's exactly what Bob the Drag Queen was talking about. It's like, the statement means more if it's not attached to you posing for the camera with, like, you're um, modeling. Like, that's not the point of this. And also, like, um, I think if they're, like, wondering, like, where are the Black people, you know, for us and this and that, it's like, Martha P. Johnson, Marsha P. Johnson, sorry, she you know, was one of the, like, She literally leaders. threw the first brick at Stonewall. Like, yes. Which like, is, like, a this... running joke in the gay community. Like, anytime somebody, like, compliments me on anything, I'm like, thank you, I threw the first brick at Stonewall. Like, it's like she literally threw the first brick at Stonewall. Right, and she was a, a massive, like, a trans Black member of the community, and she is, I mean, she started all of this, and so it's like, what do you mean? Like, it's, yeah, they've been there we're here like it's it's the thing that drives me i'm like and like drag queens in in general i'm like most of 
our lingo, the things we say the thing, are like appropriated from black culture. Like queen even, calling each other queen, yas queen, uh, tongue pops. Like there's so much lingo that if you like go back and search the history of it, it's like been appropriated from black, from people. black people. And it's like, so that kind of thing, when you say shit like that, I'm like, we wouldn't be anywhere without the black community. And it's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand how people can just, you know, but it's also the same people that you see like pictures of them with like 30 white men that are all physically uh, perfect specimens in speed. Identical. It's like, yeah, literally. And that's like the people they hook up with all look like that. It's their bubble, but this is not your time to be talking. And if you are, don't be posting it with photos of yourselves in fucking speedos and like golden glimmer on your skin. Well, I'm interested to see how everything is going to transpire after this because, um, you know, I woke up yesterday and it was all the black squares and like, you know, really useful information and this and that. I was very, very like, yesterday was a good day. And I am so glad that, you know, people are out there like, uh, my friends are out there protesting and this and that and and making these statements and like educating themselves i love that i'm I'm interested to see how it's going to play out um going the next like you know couple of weeks and if yeah. it's going to carry on um when people are going to go back to like you know posting their normal thing like when is it appropriate to sort of because right now it seems very insensitive to like post about yeah. like um, the new uh, shoes you just got for free. Yeah, anything. So I'm interested to see how it's going to play out the next couple of weeks. And when. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And I, I think mean... it's been so many things where it's like uh, somebody gets murdered by the cops and they're like a hashtag for a day. And then everybody's back to the normal routine. And I think so many people are like, only talking about the riots and like the broken windows and everything that's being like and looted and it's and, like yeah. I've spoken to so many of my friends that are still in the city that have been at like peaceful protests and I think a lot of things are being taken advantage of the like, media is not showing you the peaceful the good, stuff they yeah. want they want to scare you into into staying home into not going because you're going to get tear gassed or because everything's going to catch on fire or blow up in front of you i mean to be to be so honest this is something that i've been like really really guilting myself over is not being at the riots i am a i am i feel like a coward or not a riot i mean the protest but i feel like a coward i feel you know embarrassed that i'm not out there but i personally am um i've i mean i'm like fully paralyzed to even go outside because of the pandemic and covid like i've been outside probably like five times in the past three months and so this on top of it I'm genuinely scared. Like I'm scared. Like what if somebody brings a gun and like, you know, I have been struggling with that and I have felt really bad about not being out there. But so I have dedicated myself to my virtual protesting and my virtual like information and stuff. And I'm trying not to feel bad about myself, but I think, um, that's what I was going to say is there's no like wrong way to protest. And I've seen a lot of things about this. Like there's no, you have a voice like use it in however you 
protest. Like even Lizzo mm-hmm. was saying something like some people just are too terrified to go out and do it in a different way and call and email and post. And like, you know, you have a platform that other people don't. And I think it's important that you use it to do what you can do with that platform, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think I completely understand the feeling of guilt because I mean, I'm in like upstate, I'm not there. And I feel like seeing these protests, like literally in front of my apartment in my neighborhood in right. Brooklyn, but I'm like, I'm not there. Like, I can't be feeling guilty about this because I'm not there and I'm trying to use my platform to do what I can. So I think feeling guilty while understandable, like you cannot do that. I know. Trying. But it's Uh. also, and the thing, because a lot of people where I'm from in Blair, like the looters or like Stephanie Pratt who tweeted, shoot the looters. And Dylan that we work with, God bless him, found the picture of when she got arrested for shoplifting and posted it with that. But it's like, okay, number one, yeah, looting, like that's, whatever some damage needs to be done for voices to be heard like it has been how many years like let's go and it's like people are like um you know change can happen in like completely peaceable whatever but it's like actually like historically that is not true like the boston tea party for example was like the first time that the king listened to the people in america like it's like something you need to disturb the peace to get people to pay attention so like shutting down traffic on the bridges yeah like sorry that you're not getting home to watch your show on time but like people are paying attention now mm-hmm. so I, I that argument i'm just like you don't care like you're caring because it's disturbing your usual your routine life. and that's the fucking point which literally circles back to the white fatigue about being sick of hearing about all this and dealing with all this. I know I've been getting so many DMs about the Hannah Brown apology and the reason why we haven't addressed it on the Instagram account or anything is because I felt like it wasn't, um, it wasn't a priority. And, um, but I think we can talk about it on here. Absolutely. Because, um, she did finally come out. I think it was what Friday, Friday, Saturday night. Um, it was right before everything like really started going. Really, down. really went on. Um, and she posted an IGTV video. It was like twenty minutes long, of an apology um, from her saying the N word on her Instagram live two weeks ago. And um, I'm just gonna play the clip first. People who believe in me and support me and want to do that, but. I have to be very clear on this. Do not, if you want to support me, do not defend me. What I did, what I said was indefensible. And do not send hateful messages to people who are holding me accountable. If you want to support me, then just continue to encourage me to be better and go on this journey with me. I will. I have so many resources now and have been educated in a way that I never have before and has lit a fire inside me to not be a part of this problem anymore. And you shouldn't either. And take the resources that I have and let's learn and be better together. 
but I don't need anybody to defend me for what I did because what I said, what I did was wrong. But I'm hoping that what, what I did was wrong, but what I didn't know even before is the worst part of it. And it's the ignorance, but I'm no longer ignorant and I'm no longer going to be a part of the problem. Okay. So I'm like crying, (laughs) but, um, so that was, that was the, I feel like the main part of the entire Instagram video. And cause there was, it it was like 20 minutes long, but I wanted to pull that out mainly because, um, when we, when we shared that video, of her on our Instagram account, the comments that we were, we were getting were so horrifying that, I mean, I mean, people were saying the N word, like typing it out and saying like, she said it in a song, get over it. Like you're so sensitive. I mean, there were thousands of comments on this to where I like, I had to turn off the commenting because I was so, I mean, hurt and surprised that anybody would say stuff like this. And then I was, and then I personally was getting messages from people like hate messages, calling me that and saying, um, you know, I'm the problem and I need to get like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like this is not me. No. And I think like the fact that Hannah has to tell people not to defend her because she has these staunch people following her, like she should not have to be saying that. Like if somebody's wrong, they need to be held accountable and saying the N word in in any capacity is wrong. So like if you're coming for somebody telling them like, take it as a joke, whatever, like it's just a song lyric. Like, truly like you need to examine yourself like it's not just a song lyric and people are saying like it's just a song lyric like why would it be in the song if they don't want people to say it they don't want white people to say it it's it's a word that the songwriter has taken back for themselves to to spin it into something else for themselves not for white people to be saying it and then like the fact that you in general were receiving messages about this like any message that's not in support like literally like seek a doctor if you are feeling like I I don't know what else to even say and like I I completely like I accept Hannah Brown's apology like 100% I thought that I watched that entire video and I thought um I'm glad she did it and I accept it. And, but the main part was that clip that I played for you, which, um, I personally like for myself needed because I needed everybody, you know, if you're listening and you were participating on those, in those messages on that, um, Instagram post or sending me anything like I needed her to say, do not defend me. Like what I did was wrong. I needed her to tell you guys or whoever was sending those messages that what she did was wrong because apparently when I said that her saying it was wrong, it didn't matter. So the fact that she said that and called that out and said like, don't defend me. If you want to, if you want to 
um, defend me than make me better. Like that you need to call me out on my shit. You need to hold me accountable. And I really, I really appreciated that from her. And I'm glad she said that. And I know, I mean, unfortunately for her, the timing was like, yeah, I mean, completely fucked, but I would have, I'm glad she, I'd rather she said something than nothing at all. So, um, and yeah, I mean, I think that is, it was like a good apology and I think it's big of you there's a lot of people that would just be like fuck that like fuck her she's like canceled forever but I think if there's no room for like change and learning and like accepting apologies in that way like then what's the point you know like if you can't change a mind then what is it all for Mm-hmm. and I think it's like the same thing like I saw this has nothing to do with it but like it was a documentary about flat earth and someone was talking she's like you can prove to these people however much you want the earth is round if they don't want to budge then the conversation is moot there's no reason to have the conversation if their mind is so set in stone that it'll never change right so I think that like that was a good apology but I think the people that are sending messages and comments and defending Hannah Brown need to really listen to that message and like I know. understand the problem behind saying the N word. Like I said, there's going to be, there's going to be a learning curve through all of this and it's going to require patience, which is crazy because I feel like we've been patient for a very long time, but um, it's going to require patience and it's going to require forgiveness and um and as long as we're all moving through this together as one like we're not strangers anymore I've been getting a lot of messages being like I know you don't know me but I really appreciate you you know talking about this and posting about this don't worry about not knowing me like I hear you I see you we can't we can't not be in this together anymore like we're no longer strangers we have to be one because stuff's not going to get done if um, we stay separate like this. So that's that on that. Um, I think, I think this was a productive episode. I appreciate the therapy session, Chris. Oh, please. (laughs) I'm sorry that we even have to talk about it, but I know I think it's important that we do. So, but keep following us. Um, we'll probably for at least, um, the time being we'll be posting educational stuff on the bachelor Instagram, um, about, you know, helping everybody move forward together and learn and educate themselves and stay in the know with what's going on until further notice for a while. So just to put that out there. So follow us if you want that information, if you don't, you know what to do. Um, and, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the bachelor and on Twitter at bachelor pod. Uh, we are all, Chris and I are here for you. Yes, please. If you need anything, reach out. That's what we're here for. Yes, reach out. And um, until then, we will see you guys next week. I think what next week is, oh, next week will be the start of Bachelor's yeah. Most Unforgettable. So we'll definitely be talking about that. So at least we'll resume back to that for a while. Bye. All right, bye. Batches.